us for a conversation is Scott Petzl, the president of Metallic Minerals. Mr. Petzl, welcome to the show, sir. Thank you. Uh, very nice to be here. What an excellent time to be speaking with you to find out the latest exciting developments coming from Metallic Minerals, which is focused on discovering high-grade silver, gold, and copper in the Yukon and Colorado. Before we begin, Mr. Petzl, please introduce us to Metallic Minerals and the opportunity the company presents to shareholders. No, I appreciate this opportunity. It's a silver-focused, precious, and base metal company uh, with a couple of key projects our Kino Silver Project in the central part of the Yukon, and our La Plata Project, which is a copper porphyry project in Southwest Colorado. We also have our uh, Klondike Gold Royalty portfolio that should provide us with some potential royalty stream here in the near future. Well, let's cover all three of those. Mr. Petzl, before we do that, though, congratulations on your recently announced appointment to the role of president. Tell us about your background and experience. Well, I think it's important to know that I've been with Metallic tw since 2016 as vice president of exploration and that the CEO and chairman of Metallic Minerals, Greg Johnson, and I have had a working relationship for over 20 years, which started back with uh, the majors and progressed through Nova Gold and, and other companies as well, where we saw lots of success in terms of uh, growth of our company and the ability to explore and develop assets. But my focus, uh, my past really is technical based and, you know, I've been in a wide range of experiences from uh, production through exploration, through project development in a wide range of scenarios with a lot of different types of deposits uh, working around the globe. And the biggest part of that, though, is the bulk of my experience has really involved having an important role in the advancement of underappreciated assets and forgotten projects and turning those into major metal resources. Uh, it's a scenario that has played itself out multiple times in my career with my experience at Nova Gold with Greg Johnson, through the Donlin Creek Project, Galore Creek Project, and the Upper Kobuk Mineral Project. Uh, that's is really why I see Metallic Minerals and the other Metallic Group companies as so compelling, because that scenario that I've experienced in my career and had great success in seeing happen is really being repeated here with, uh, with Metallic and the Metallic Group of Companies. Well, if past is prologue with Nova Gold, the future looks bright for Metallic Minerals with you on board, sir. Well, thank you very much. I much appreciate that. Oh, yeah. Now, why did Metallic Minerals decide to add the role of president? Well, you know, it really represents an advancement in the growth of our company. You know, we're moving from really an exploration stage to a resource stage. And, you know, uh, we're able now to expand and have these roles that rep reflect a, a growing company and it puts people in the positions that allow us to thrive in our, uh, in our roles and build, you know, essentially um, more support for the company as we go forward. Well, let's go on site now and go to the Kino Silver Project and find out what are the latest developments there and what is expected here in the near future as well. Well, you know, it's important to remember that the Kino Silver Project in the central part of the Yukon is in the Kino Silver District, which is really one of the most important 
silver-focused mining districts in the Yukon and Canada, and it contains one of the highest-grade resources, silver resources, in the world with our Brownfields neighbor, Alexco Resources, who recently restarted production in Q4 of 2020. Um, there's over 200 million ounces of past silver production and over 100 million ounces of silver uh, in current resources and reserves in the district. And MMG or metallic minerals is really focused on exploring the eastern half of that district. There's two major players, Alexco and us, and we have identified, you know, over 15, 16 different target areas that were, uh, that range from new discoveries to advanced exploration targets, where we should be looking at putting a resource up in the next couple of years. And um, it's important to know that the, the geology is the same across the district, and that over the last year, we've really developed a new interpretation and new understanding of the structural setting on the east side of the project, which is in our Kino East area, is allowing us to find or determine that there's another type of mineralization that's been underappreciated in the district. So typically a lot of our exploration is focused on these high-grade Kino style silver lead zinc veins, which commonly run in the multiple thousands of grams per ton. And on the east now we're finding uh, you know, with the, basically the uh, work that we've done over the last few years in developing the soil anomalies and doing the fundamental geology, systematic approach to geology in the east, identifying this new geology and in coincidence with this four kilometer strike length by two kilometer wide soil anomaly of six to 100 grams per ton silver that there are, uh, there is, we've recognized epithermal style of mineralization, which uh, is returning us in our new drilling on the project, great widths of over 100 meters, around 30 to 50 gram per ton silver, which is really higher grade than uh, some of the deposits we see, open pit deposits that we see in production in, in Mexico. So between the exploration potential that we're seeing in the high grade silver veins, Kino style veins, that we're continuing to explore and looking to add resources to, we also have this Kino East area where we're making new discoveries that contain high grade veins, but also these broad zones of lower grade mineralization that are bulk tonnage style. Well, I hate to play poker with you. You said 30 grams of silver as if it was nothing. Where most are looking, most silver exploration companies are looking for eight grams. <laughs> That's right. And, you know, when you, you have the ability to kind of look at that and see these broad widths, they're near surface intercepts. And, uh, you know, oftentimes they have, uh, you know, high grade veins in them. So we're, we're really expanding the viewpoint of what the Kino Silver District can represent. Now, speaking of the Kino East target, is that the goal or primary focus for this year? Well, it's a focus. You know, it's we we really have uh, in 2021, we we drilled more holes there than we have in any previous program. But we're still focused on advancing the Caribou target and the Formo targets that we have 
uh, you know, been drilling on in the past years and had great success and, and look to be moving those towards a resource stage. Uh, but yes, it is one leg of our um, chair, as we say, for uh, ex- exploration in the district. Now, can you just uh, provide shareholders an update? What's currently going on right now on the Kino Silver Project? Well, right now, you know, we're we're working towards uh, planning for a robust 2022 uh, program and field program, which will include drilling both at our Kino East and Kino Central targets. We're expecting to have some news out on our uh, West Kino drilling from 2021, and that should wrap up most of the, or actually also our East Kino drilling releases due here very shortly. And that should wrap up most of the information from the 2021 program. And then we're just working on uh, on focusing in on those 2022 goals. All right, sir. Let's go south to Colorado and visit the new project, La Plata. Give us an overview, including the recent news. Maurice, I got to tell you, I'm really excited about the La Plata project. Uh, I went to school in southwest Colorado. This project is about 20 miles from where I went to school and grew up in the mountains. Uh, you know, right in that neighborhood. And so it's familiar with me. It's, it's part of my, you know, past. And uh, I, I was really kind of amazed when the project came to us in 2019. And I started to look at it with a, you know, more experience under my belt. I thought, this is amazing. This is, this is a porphyry district in Southwest Colorado or in the Southwest US that has been completely underappreciated for the past 50 years. And uh, the project, as I mentioned, is a uh, silver, copper, gold project with a porphyry center for porphyry mineralization surrounded by epithermal, narrower, high-grade gold-silver veins. And it saw work from the majors in the 50s and the 70s, Rio Tinto and Freeport were in there and their predecessor companies doing drilling. Uh, they drilled a total of about 53 holes in the in the past, uh, in those decades. And for various reasons, partly because of fractured land ownership, they did not proceed uh, with exploration past the 1990s. And they only drilled one hole in 1995. So we were able to pick it up from a couple of uh, former resource capital funds, employees that saw value there in the 2000s. And a couple of juniors have turned it over in the past couple of years uh, or you know, after that time. And we picked it up in 2019 because they saw that the metallic team had had experience with the uh, uh, Nova Gold and the Glor Creek project. And it's an analog to that project where we saw great success in, in building a resource there. And, advancing that project. So for me, I'm super excited. I feel like a kid in a candy store with this, um, with this project because we focused our drilling in 2021 on the existing uh, Allard porphyry system that was drilled in the 50s and 70s to do confir- confirmatory drilling. And we'll be coming out with a resource on that in the next couple of months. And uh, aside from that, our systematic approach to exploration across the district has identified 16 other porphyry centers that are 
exciting uh, exploration targets. We've done that through, you know, again, systematic work of applying geophysics, IP and resistivity surveys, soil surveys, mapping, and, uh, and just all the diligent work that our teams do in the field. So when we look at the fact that we've got this district, a large chunk of control of this district in a porphyry setting with a new resource coming out and a numerous new targets in play, um, I, I couldn't be more excited about where we're going with the La Plata project. Yeah, the value proposition is quite compelling. And there's something you referenced there that maybe some of our audience members may have skimmed over. But one of the virtues is the business acumen of your team to take fractured land positions in a brownfields district and consolidate them and then, you know, uh, then explore on them. That is a, a, a theme, a consistent theme for the metallic group of companies. And you've just expressed it here for us. And that is something you just... Many of us take for granted, but that is a process that only a certain group of people can do, and you have the talent to do this, sir. Well, that's right. And we've seen it, you know, uh, throughout our past, and, and particularly in, in recent years with Kino. Uh, you know, there were numerous operators, lots of different properties, um, small pieces that nobody could do anything with because they couldn't look beyond their own borders. And, and to be able to go in and in the Kino Silver District and put the whole half of the district together and then kind of come down here and do the same and really have uh, no specific big neighbors and consolidate most of that district is, uh, is really uh, a stepping stone for us to really apply the geology that we see into the areas that we know are going to be a potential uh, new resource areas. Leaving the project site, let's look at some numbers. Sir, please provide us an update on the capital structure for Metallic Minerals. Well, we've got about 137 million shares outstanding, $55 million market cap as of now. We're well-funded. We have no debt. Uh, management owns about 19% of the company, so we're well-invested in the project ourselves. Uh, Eric Sprott, who is long in silver, is our largest individual shareholder. We also have funds, uh, U.S. Global and Crestcat Capital in, involved in our story. And I think, um, I think we're really well positioned at this point to, to see this next stage of growth as we move forward. And those are some very prominent names. Now, before we close, Mr. Petzl, what would you like to say to shareholders? Well, um, I, I just would like to say that I'm really excited to be in this position today at this stage of growth in our company and being able to see um, you know, us positioned well for the timing of the next run up in, in all of these markets and having the assets that we've had or have now in comparison with the, the track record that we've got, I think we're super well positioned to move forward with our, our key assets and actually potentially see some revenue from our gold portfolio uh, Gold royalty portfolio in the Klondike district. So, last question, sir. What did I forget to ask? <laughs> uh, probably nothing. I think that was a pretty good overview in in total. But um, you know, a, having a metallic minerals as a silver focused precious and base metal exploration company with two, uh, really three outstanding assets moving forward taking those from early stage exploration to resource development 
uh, or to resource establishment. And then through those next stages of development, I think is where we're well positioned, well funded, and quite capable of uh, completing the work to get to get value out of the out of these assets. Mr. Petzl, for someone that wants to learn more about metallic minerals, please share the contact details. I will. Thank you. Uh, www.mmgsilver.com and um, info at mmgsilver.com, I think is our email address. Yeah, I look forward to uh, sharing more information as, as requested. Mr. Petzl, it's a pleasure speaking with you today, sir. Wishing you and Metallic Minerals the absolute best. Thank you very much, Maurice. It was great to be here. The information presented on Proven Improbable is provided for educational and informational purposes only, without any express or implied warranty of any kind, including warranties of accuracy, completeness, or fitness for any particular purpose. The information is not intended to be and does not constitute financial, investment, or trading advice, or any other advice. You should not make any financial, investment, or trading decision based on any of the information presented without first undertaking independent due diligence and consultation with a professional broker or competent financial advisor.